0: Welcome back to Trendsetters. Uh, I'm going to pull back the veil a little bit. We haven't played this game in a little while. Like It's it's no time at all for you all listening, but uh, for us, it's been a bit. So if my uh, recap of the last session is not complete or something is missing, we haven't played in like a month. So Deal. keep that in mind. So last we left off, Project Rundle was finished, so now all, basically every single solitary DHEA officer, soldier, etc., etc., has ripoff Venterium armor, so that's fun. Um, but on the side of the trendsetters, the MC-12 project is back on track because Nikolai managed to convince the Silver Skeleton to take it into space as opposed to U.S. soil, and he was like, okay, I'll give it six months, and then that was the beginning of the end of the- Nikolai's plan for it, and is now going to be starting the NC-13 program. Um, no, no, that...
1: It's, uh, if the NC-12 program fails, I am sworn to never speak of it again. But my go-around is that the reason I will never speak of it again is because we will be then working on the NC-13 project.
0: Okay. Felix and Robin returned from their overseas vacation. What I'm trying I'm struggling to remember what happened with Megalad. Either Megalad. <laughs> <So> <laughs> well, I. He came
2: back from God, where did where did it get retconned from St. St. Louis? St. St. Louis? St. Louis. Yeah, he, Saint Louis he came yeah. back from St. Louis. He on screen took the groundbreakers on one training exercise and right. then was part of the, the sort of team-wide judgment of the groundbreakers efficacy and their promotion to a full long-term limb of our brand I didn't really do a lot, to be fair.
0: Yes, I was just trying to remember what happened, and like that's, that's because it's been a month. I forget if it was that
2: session or the one before where Young Megalad officially joined the Second Chance Society's Sidekick initiative, and uh, it was revealed that said group is also in on whatever this Manchurian Candidate Scheme is. It- it was the
3: session before. It um, was the
0: session I, before that, yeah. I
3: think we reckon that the St. Louis stuff was why it was now going to be used by the Second Chance Society because, hey, they never said which megalith in the reports.
4: All
0: right. And then after that, uh, there were some pretty big truths about Leonard Wright, Calvin Estridge, and Tiffany Quails that basically all got dumped on the uh, player's lap and kind of made Sundog very sad. So, uh, that being said, who's doing what? Who wants to go first? Who wants to do a thing?
3: I think Bobby wants to do something at the end of last session, which we skipped. So it seems fair that he goes first. Okay. Unless he doesn't want to, in which case I've got something to do.
1: I'm fine with going first. I just need a refresher on what exactly I'm doing
2: you were going to get your information on leonard wright the time travel guy right that was it that was the whole thing yes i had my source of information investigating it and you had yours and both of them were finishing at the same time because narrative convenience
0: yes i forget who was your uh source cuz if if we don't remember then we can always just retcon it to be uh to be mooncat because mooncat's good at digging up dirt on people. I don't think there ever actually was a
2: source. The way I remember it is zero tried investigating on its own and basically got a wikipedia page and nothing else. And then it was just right. kind of a question mark. Yes.
4: All right.
1: Yeah, I I had basically Uh, no idea on my end, and so I was leaving it up to you to break in with a breakthrough once you had some information to provide.
0: Okay, yeah. Then, honestly, uh, Mooncat works great. There's a point in, at some point during the day where um, Mooncat texts you and says, hey, you got a minute? Yes. She gives you a location to Meet her at, and uh, you can tell that she has chosen this on her own because it's in the middle of nowhere of uh, in uh, Aurora, so there's a good chance that like she's scanned it for bugs and like is confident that no one will be listening in on it. And um, she says uh, to not bring any recording devices aside from yourself.
1: Understood. I will also arrive incognito.
0: All right, so uh, how do you arrive incognito? Tell, tell me what, does that, what that means.
1: Well, essentially I take on the form of one of my less frequently used personas, uh, switch up the apparent outfit considerably, and uh, do this twice while walking to Aurora or taking some other form of, you know, civilian transport to get there.
0: Right. You might want to take like a taxi or a bus or something because it would be a pretty far walk unless you do super speed. Exactly. So when you get there, there is basically a uh, a shed. And when you enter the shed, you see Mooncat there in full costume Going, all right, so you're here. Good. Um, I noticed you were doing some digging into that time cop guy, and so I decided to do some digging of my own. And she just pulls out a um manila envelope and like
4: puts it on um, some sort of bench. Man, actual paper that's hardcore, dude.
0: Well, I don't want to store it digitally because this sort of stuff can be tracked. So long story short, uh, she explains some stuff that was explained before, like how he was, he was a member in the U S army, uh, and then worked with the CIA to, um, to help destabilize countries run by people with powers. What she says differently is Uh, and I had to do a lot of digging to find out this. Take a look at where they went in 2001. Flip to the appropriate page. You see that in 2001, they made a visit to the island of Rugen to try and take down Kestora, and it failed spectacularly. Um, Looking at the reports, you can see that there were only four survivors, and that is including him. He is one of four people who walked away from this attempt to overthrow the transistor tyrant. Well, I
1: don't suppose he would have just, you know, gone under Archie's thumb. Because if he did, And if he had control of the timeline, then Archie would already be in charge of everywhere. You think maybe he just stole some tech Archie was working on, perfected it, and
4: then just went his own way?
0: That or something's going on with
4: not wanting to
0: cause a paradox that would destroy the universe, because it's hard to rule something that doesn't exist.
1: Well, the idea of paradox is really... uh, what Leonard Wright is telling the world. But if you ask me, I think that multiverse theory is a, a much stronger possibility. In that case, uh, paradox doesn't result in, you know,
0: nothingness just ends in new timeline. Depends, I don't know, maybe it depends on how severe the paradox is, but um, also I was looking into something else and uh, she ho- pulls out like another piece of paper and it is a, um autopsy report from Timothy Kramer aka the Time Master and she says so I kind of pressed the guy who did the autopsy a little bit and it turns out he wasn't telling the whole whole truth because that was the body of the Time Master but what he didn't report was that there are apparently ways to tell if something has recently traveled through time like with some sort of odd particles or something and that body apparently had them so maybe they faked the Time Master's death and instead just went further into the future, grabbed his body when he actually died and brought it to the present or something?
1: Dude. Well, so the particles you're talking about are called tachyons.
0: Okay, look, I'm not a scientist, I'm a thief.
1: Yeah, well, I've kind of been both.
0: You have been, yes. Very good.
1: Yeah, tachyons come with time travel, because the only way to travel through time is to defy the law of
0: uh, the speed of light. All right. Well, there's that. There's one more thing um, that we have to worry about. Maybe the Time Master isn't dead and is instead... I I don't even know where. I have to start looking into that whole thing. Oh, I'm so busy. Okay. One last thing involving Mr. Right here. Uh, according to some sources that I'm not going to name because uh, they would prefer to remain anonymous. Around the time that he finished going to Kestora and after he came back from that, a minor edit was done to those god those robots the um tom dick and harry no tom dick and jane like apparently something extremely minor but uh i i can't tell what or what for but only he would have had the authority to do that
4: dude so yeah there's all that
1: you want me to disintegrate these documents now that i've read them
0: uh, please! Yes, actually. That would be fantastic for covering my tracks.
1: Alright. Yeah. And then I just get to work, and uh, the, the paper just sort of turns to ash.
0: Alright, so... I'm... going to go maybe look into this whole Time Master thing, and also keep uh, keep up with the groundbreakers you do what you need to do with this info
1: I just hope I'll get enough of it to do something before something happens to us
0: yeah same Um, so I'll see you later and she just sort of heads on out of the shed and uh, hops away
1: as she leaves it, I say hey don't forget to have a bodacious time.
0: I hope you know what secondhand embarrassment is because I'm feeling that for you right now.
1: I've heard of it. Yeah.
0: And then she heads on out.
3: Uh, I will kick things off. So generally how I do this kind of chat is I summon everyone to the living room at trendsetters HQ, the lounge. Technically, it's also Switch's Lounge, but, you know, we're, we're all friends here.
1: It's also the kitchen, but that's only one corner
3: of it. Excellent.
5: We have an entire warehouse, and we just put everything in the <laughs> one corner. in exactly a corner.
2: Absolutely not. I have a floor plan for this whole building in my head. It's quite spacious. I need to learn to draw architecture at some point.
3: I <laughs> will put that in the bonus content on the tra- Patreon. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's a lounge, isn't there? That's the main thing.
2: Yeah, there's in there's a kind of like back area which is a very explicitly my living space. Nobody goes back there without my express permission. But then there's the front area that has the big crime computer and all of our team stuff. That also has a kind of like living room type area and also like a third of the space is a kitchen,
5: Mud room, the rumpus room.
2: No, the rumpus room is back in my private area. Which
5: room
3: do I use? Mm. Because I mean,
2: we're we're, warehouse
3: mates nowadays. Uh, So, yeah, old Megalad. gathers everyone into the uh, uh, the the sort of meeting room.
5: I had a thought on my way in. Is it weird that we're like the number one superhero team in this town and we still operate out of a warehouse?
0: Number two, there's the Vindicators.
5: Yeah, they still
3: exist.
1: It is a significantly refurbished warehouse.
0: We
2: don't need a fucking skyscraper. We are okay, I- we're svelte. We're streamlined. Our team does not have bloat.
1: There are also a number of five-star restaurants in this city that are built into reclaimed warehouses. It is industrial chic.
3: I'm just looking at it. I'm it, just wait. It's sat at the head of the meeting room table.
1: They
5: open up before or after we started doing this. Yes. The
2: meeting room table is the coffee table Yeah, that is surrounded by couches and a couple of chairs and a couple of bean bags.
3: Well, it's an ovular, it's an oval shaped table, and I'm sat at one of the um, ends. And I, I'm just watching you banter with a serious look on my face.
2: I perch on one of the chairs
5: ah like an eagle
2: i have my feet on the seat where your butt goes and i am sitting on the backrest
5: and <laughs> flopped
3: into a wait leg. so i've sat on the chair and you're sat you're you're just perching like a, a bird on the back of my chair
2: <laughs> there are more than one chair
5: you say, oh it's more than one chair
3: oh okay i get it now so you're not actually on my
5: chair <laughs> no no, no, okay. no, I, I, I like this. <laughs> this <is kind> of... <laughs> I like
0: the idea of you sharing a chair, actually, it's funny. Yeah, you're just squatting on the, on the back of the chair I'm on. <laughs> the,
1: the one is called falcon perching, the other
2: one is called buzzard perching. But Gary would have to be sitting on my feet, and we're not that close.
3: <laughs> well, I see you well, on my chair well. and I just sit there anyway. It's a dominance thing.
5: <laughs> anyway, anyway I'm, just, I'm flopped into a beanbag.
3: Yeah, once the, uh, once the banter settles down, I look serious. I look everyone in the eye, twisting slightly to sort of
2: look-switch in the eye, because they're behind me. I am not sharing a <laughs> chair with you, I refuse. <laughs> there is more than one chair, I am sitting in the other one.
3: So I look everyone very seriously in the eyes. As the old Megalad, I say, I've been thinking lately. Am I, am I still human? Because I don't eat, I don't sleep, I don't drink. I'm not particularly interested in reproduction at this point, and. To be honest, I have no particular attachments. No, like, you guys are my friends, and I came back to see you, but I'm not really down
5: a needed. question. Yes. Do you consider the sewer mutants human?
3: Yes, I, I was advocating okay. for them back in session two.
5: So what's the difference between them and you? Why are they human and you're not?
3: They still do human things. They're just a bit different. Me, Define
5: human things.
3: Well, eating, sleeping,
5: animals do that what makes a human human
3: I mean that's that, yes that's why I've called the meeting because I'm I'm feeling very alien to be honest Like I've tried to do something but like so I came back to hang out but when I look at you I've seen so many versions of you I see your potential futures I, I I've seen it all there's nothing that can surprise me there's no point in getting attached to everyone anyone because I know how it ends I know what happens in between and to be honest there's nothing that interests me other than fighting and even then that's not a challenge because well the only challenge is that I have to hold back so as to not get the six hooked in but Even then, I don't really feel anything.
5: Okay. You're not having an existential crisis, you're depressed.
2: Yeah, actually. I think you just have depression, Gary. If
1: I may, your supposition that knowing the ending is a reason to not get attached does not fall within logical parameters. Humans constantly reread books and re-watch films whose endings they are fully aware of, and reclaim an attachment every single time. As a matter of fact, this follows from a suggestion I was planning on making to you, Gary, which is that perhaps the issue is that you are carrying over a perspective that exists in your prior state, but not in your current state. In your prior state, you were alone and surrounded by legions of existences. Today, you are but one existence in a city of millions. Perhaps it is time that you get reacquainted with the city, as if you have simply moved here from out of town.
2: Also, a thought occurs. Well, a, a, a question before the thought. You. How unique are you? How unique is your specific set of circumstances in the grand collage that is Gary Archer?
3: There's only two of me that have existed in the way that I spent an am incalculable amount of time existing, and one of me chose to stay there.
2: Okay, so you are an exceptionally unique variable. There's no way you can claim to have seen the ending if you are the only version of you that has ever existed in this setting. Your presence here changes all of the math you don't know the ending anymore. You get to experience it live because you are writing the story or contributing to it.
5: Also, the Trelfamadorians go through something similar where they live their life knowing the beginning end and it doesn't seem to affect them much. They seem perfectly happy.
3: It's not just that I see the ending. It's that I see the middle, but...
5: Yeah, they do that. Like, they have a unique perspective where they just kind of they view time differently and they still seem pretty happy they just go about their business as normal well, as normal as an alien race does but you know what i mean
1: they do have trouble with languages that have time-based conjugation however
5: anyway the point is their perspective is a s- very similar to yours and they just go with it as they would say so it
2: goes just take time stop being this and I gesture at the room. Be something other than here. I'm something other than here. Felix is something other than here. Zero is a unique existence, and I'm not going to commentate on how it compartmentalizes its experiences, but.
1: I am an object. Rules that apply to people should not apply to me, and vice yeah. versa.
2: You're a so... person,
1: Zero. Your mistake is in thinking that someone has to be a person in order to self-determinate.
3: I don't think that that's why you're a person.
1: I think that's why I don't have to be a person. Fair.
3: <sighs> I don't know. Well, I guess I'll see through this stuff with that's going on at the moment and then.
5: I mean not to keep harping back on this but like therapy yeah or at least some antidepressants i'm not sure how that would work you given your physiology yeah, we though. could
2: get you some fucking ssris or something
5: uh maybe like I'm, a sun lamp i'm not convinced they would work uh, but i believe that part of the problem is
1: that you are continuously focused on what you presume to be your job and therefore your stress levels have spiked. Perhaps the first thing you can do is get a hobby.
2: I didn't want to be the one to say it because it sounds really dismissive. I I know it would sound really dismissive coming from me, so thank you for falling (laughs) on that sword.
1: I do not believe it is at all dismissive. No human can work at 100% capacity 100% of the time, nor should they.
2: Okay, but if I said it, I would have said, just get a fucking hobby. And that sounds sarcastic and minimizing, even though I mean it. Find something to do with your time that isn't this, that isn't here. Be somebody other than Megalad. Become Gary Archer for a while.
3: Uh, maybe I've forgot. Uh, to be honest, I've forgot, even forgotten who he is
2: And find him
3: Or create a or new one Or
2: invent walk. him Maybe I need to go for a walk
5: Hiking is a good hobby
2: And you know Make it a walk Keep your feet on the ground the whole time Start to finish
5: <laughs> Maybe, yeah Listen All right. So if you don't feel like Gary Archer anymore, and you don't remember what it is to be Gary Archer, then like Robin said, just be somebody different, invent somebody new, go find out who you are now. Like hell, I don't know. Be a completely different person. Make yourself look look different. Freshly.
1: I can provide a list of suggestions for venues if you are open to experimentation.
3: That might be nice.
5: You're like a million billion years old. I get bored of the same breakfast three days in a row. Yeah.
3: Well, I can't. I can never look different unless you really want a different shade. But.
2: I yeah. I mean, you can. You can. I. I turn myself blue. I stop concentrating on keeping my natural skin tone and become blue. You can look elsewise. You can give yourself a human skin tone if it helps ground yourself.
3: Uh, I've very much established that I can't. (laughs) Like, I can just be a pure shade of red, or if I tried to be a human colour, I would just be a block of pink, of like peachy pink. If that makes sense.
2: Yeah, Yeah,
0: I get it.
3: I, I would very literally look like an anime character.
0: You would look like
3: the crayon color. Yeah. But for for a change, I'll, you know, see something different. I will be. What megalads haven't we've had? Lime, we've had
5: a black one, we've had a white, pure white one. Uh, We've had. Gamer megalad, RGB cycle. (laughs) Let's go with neon pink.
2: I think. I think this will just let's piss lie. off everybody around you.
3: Um, I, I'm very, I'm very literally looking around the room trying to see colors. Visibility vest green. <laughs>
5: <laughs> indigo.
3: There we go. Yeah, visit. Uh, indigo. Yeah, let's do indigo. I am purple, now. Not too
2: far away from where you usually live, but just far enough away that it means something. Cool. All
5: right. S- second thing, do you want to try to find Gary Archer? Or are you going to be somebody different?
3: Not. Uh, that, that is my name. I should be me. Well, for me, Names is, are but... weird.
0: If you don't feel like Gary Archer, then don't be Gary Archer. We've had a minor character literally change their name very recently. Names are bullshit. Make up your Had own nature character do it before this campaign even started. Yes, that too.
1: Nevertheless, it is also it is also possible to go the other way,
3: which is to redefine an existing name. I think I mean, Gary Archer is my name. It's that's, that's the name that is the name that my parents gave, gave me and that elite people. All right.
5: So you feel attached to the name. That's fine.
3: Well, I think it. I think that's important, isn't it? To
5: yeah, I mean, it's
3: the only tie, It's one of the few ties I have to not being Megalad.
5: Then figure out what it means to be Gary Archer.
3: Yeah, I think. Say the problem is I've never been able to not be Megalad. Lad. This, uh, you guys and other people around me, sometimes get annoyed, and certainly, I think. You're all a bit annoyed that the younger me has gone off with The Capitalist, but bear in mind that other than my parents, he was the first person to not be scared of me. Mm. It's not something I can just turn off that easy, but i walk.
2: Yeah, and hey, you know, it's a new city now. We got... Extremely non-homo sapiens Walking the streets Integrated into society That happened since you were gone Different climate now I don't think people are going to be so bothered by you anymore So you have room to Relax Expand
3: Relaxing's dangerous, but a walk, a new, a different perspective might be the place to start.
5: I'm just saying if I wanted a fresh start, I'd start with frozen custard.
3: Very well. I, I'll see if I can still eat.
5: Can't eat frozen custard. I, Yeah, there's no hope. I cannot eat frozen custard. I mean, you can ingest. You can put it in your like you can approximate a mouth and put it in there. You just don't digest it um i mean i
3: very clearly don't need to digest anything so a walk for frozen custard
5: i mean i'm reasonably sure i could live on solar power at this point but i still eat things
3: to be fair you're a lot younger than me
5: food is good
3: Uh, yeah i hope you never need to go without
5: I'm pretty sure I could, but I still do, just because food tastes good, okay?
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, you go long enough without, you forget. Um,
5: And... No, I did that for like a week, I was, I was gonna, like, I didn't feel any worse, but I, like, was like a low-key hunger in the background, and I think I started to go mental until I actually, like, got a burger.
3: I just point at my very obviously, like, white hair and I say, you go long enough without, you forget.
5: Yeah, I'm saying, like, maybe you were in space so long that, like, having a burger or something will remind you a little bit.
3: Okay, a burger and frozen custard.
5: And some of those fried, what um, uh, was it, like the cheese nuggets things they have? What are they? At this point,
3: I've, I've just taken out a pen and paper and I'm writing a list.
5: <laughs> <laughs> they are referred to as fried cheese curds. Thank you, that's the word that I could not think of. Thank you, walking Wikipedia. You are welcome. Like a burger, some frozen custard, fried cheese curds. Like, I don't know if that'll actually do anything, but it'll... Maybe you might remember a little bit.
1: I would recommend starting with probiotic supplements, however.
2: Oh yeah, your gut flora is going to be fucking non-existent.
3: I'm pretty oh, sure if I right. can survive what was it if I can survive being shot with a bazooka and various other weapons I can probably survive a burger
5: oh you will no you know you'll 100% survive it but you'll probably wish you didn't <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah you're uh, you're gonna learn <laughs> if it's possible for demigods to get tummy aches
3: Maybe finding out will be half of the fun.
2: You know what? Go for look, it. I'm,
3: I'm going for my <laughs> look. I'm going for my walk. We've answered long enough. If anyone's joining me for my walk, come now. Otherwise, Colin will eventually tell me what happens during my
5: walk. And uh, I got to do a thing. Good luck on your burger just burger quest.
2: Yeah, I am intentionally not going to go to give Gary the space. Because I am part of his superhero existence, and I want him to be as disengaged from that part of his life as possible right now. So I am intentionally not joining him.
1: For my part, uh, Nikolai is going to start looking up the best places in the city for karaoke
2: bars, bowling alleys,
1: art classes,
3: that sort of stuff.
2: Just hit Gary with a fucking shotgun blast of possible hobbies.
3: Just get text a few days later, like, guys, I've
2: discovered anime. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
5: Anime is not a hobby. Anime is a vice.
2: I'm sorry, turns out you're actually not allowed to be anything other than Mega Lad if this is what (laughs) is going to happen instead. There's
5: this
1: genre called Isekai. Turns out there's a lot of people with my life experience. (laughs)
3: All I need to do is get hit by a truck, and I'll be <laughs> normal again.
5: Calling <laughs> like anime a hobby is like calling smoking meth a hobby.
3: I've discovered VTubers,
5: proving my point. Let's see their feet. So I uh, like legitimately uh, <laughs> a hobby. I think Gary would be cool at is like glass blowing. Glass blowing is neat.
3: Okay. Uh. So yeah. Gary's old Megalad's gone for a walk. Um. One thing that you called him out on is, although he changed his skin type, he is very clearly still wearing his outfit.
5: Does he own other clothes?
2: Okay, hang on. I- no, I'm, I'm you gonna stop it now. I'm gonna fucking roll. I'm gonna roll, Colin. What do you want me to roll to? Just notice. Straight luck. That- straight luck. <laughs> okay. Make it difficult.
0: No, no, it's just straight luck. Or
2: DF.
3: Yeah. yeah, but it's gotta be a difficult roll. Zero. You don't,
0: just... you don't realize that he's still wearing his costume until after he's gone. You're like, what? Fuck. I am going
2: to send him a text. He's
5: Fifteen feet down the block.
2: Hey, I I know you've left, and it's like not. It it probably doesn't feel good to come back, but maybe come back here and get some normal clothes.
5: I can still see him out of the window. <laughs> um, I'm ignoring the group chat because group chat's superhero
3: stuff.
2: (laughs) I sent this direct.
3: You'll still switch. You're superhero stuff. Okay.
2: I throw a rock and
5: hit him.
3: I blur. (laughs) I blur and just keep walking.
5: I throw a bigger rock.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I am just chucking boulders out of the winter.
5: I will I will start throwing increasing boulders else do something.
0: Logs Anyway, no, I was bomb. I was going to ask what uh what kind of food did uh were you going to eat?
3: Uh okay, What's the fur what's the first I guess I should roll what's the first burger place I see and I'm going to roll to see whether it's any good or not. So it's, uh, it's okay. up to you, Colin.
0: If you get a negative, I'm going to tell you right now, it's just going to be Burger King.
3: I like Burger King. I'm well, sorry. Of course you do,
5: England boy. England boy.
0: Okay. You, it's um, England lad. <laughs> uh, on a one, I don't know, like, minor chains. It's a chain place, but it's, like... Whataburger? Yeah, a Whataburger. Sounds, uh, works. It's like a Whataburger size chain. Five guys. Yeah, and like, it's alright. It's a pretty good burger. Like, it, it tastes good. Like, you don't remember what food tastes like, so you assume that this tastes good. And, uh, just for the humor's sake, yes, it turns out gods of infinite cosmic power can get tummy aches.
3: By the way, when I sort of go in, I'm saying, I, I go into there and I say, hello. It's, I'm. Gary Archer. I would like a burger.
0: Alright, what what would you like on your burger? Everything. Frozen custard. Okay, we don't have frozen custard here, but we do have an all-the-way burger. And
3: cheese curds.
0: We don't have cheese curds, but we do have cheese. We can put, we can give you an all-the-way cheeseburger. That sounds, that sounds fantastic.
5: It's like this person has been working in retail in a superhero city for so long that somebody walks in glowing purple and they're just like, yeah, okay.
0: I mean, yeah. This house, young baby.
5: I would like a cheeseburger. Alrighty, there you go. <laughs> okay.
3: Uh, oh, this this is one of those capitalist universes. How 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 much do I, Gary
5: Archer, need to pay you?
0: Um. Well, it's like. Uh, it's a Zero dollars if
5: you leave as soon as I give you your food.
0: <laughs> no, it's thirteen fifty. You have oh, thirteen fifty. I... I'm not going to make. Gonna, you fucking... I was going to say, am I carrying a wallet in this? Way?
3: <laughs> you know, I'm going to roll.
0: No. No, you. Yes. Okay. Fine. I like to roll. All right. So yes, you eat the burger. You assume it tastes good, and then you get a tummy ache because right. I don't you're... think that should be yours to decide. I mean, he he did say, like, if the one... Okay. is like, here's,
3: here's whole, what we'll do. Mean, Colin, what do I roll good? to see if I get a cut tummy ache? I like rolling.
0: Hmm. Physique.
3: Physique, I'm good at that. I'm you very good You do not at get that.
0: a tummy ache. You, you, act the, turns out, when you don't eat for uh, 10,000 years and then suddenly put food in your belly, it's fine. You're fine. <laughs> That's definitely how human physiology
2: functions.
3: The burger basically doesn't digest. It just goes through and then a couple of hours later comes out <laughs>
4: just looking like okay. it was just
3: freshly chewed.
5: I <laughs> like the point I was getting at is this this whole thing was like does Gary feel an emotion?
0: Does Gary burger? feel an emotion? Yeah. Do you feel anything with, after you are done eating?
5: Uh, I
3: mostly just feel like I just ate something greasy. Not a lot of flavor.
0: yeah, that's a
5: burger. No flavor.
3: I mean, it had it had flavor. I just mm, I don't need it.
5: Nobody needs a burger. Says you. They are a luxury
0: item.
3: Maybe a better burger, but hmm, that, that didn't do it for me.
2: And off I go on my walks. Of course, he's British. We should have sent him to a fish and chip shop.
5: Yes, hello, do you have any pies with fish heads sticking out of them? You know, we (laughs) don't really eat that anymore, right? You can't prove that you don't.
3: You can't prove that we do.
2: You know what? Basically, once I failed to get a hold of Gary to instruct him into normal people clothes, I'll just shrug, put my phone away, turn to Zero. Hey, uh, Zero, do you need to rush off anywhere? At the moment, that is not a requirement. Cool. My information broker has, I don't want to say completed because she indicated she's going to keep going on a few specific things, but has gotten a significant amount of information on the Leonard Wright. And I wanted to pass that off to you.
1: Indeed. I've also recently been contacted by Mooncat, who has also discovered hard copy information about Leonard Bright's former employment status.
2: Okay, so you know about Delta Black?
1: Details about its existence or mission were s- slim, but. It indicated that his last big mission with them was in Kestora.
2: My eyebrows shoot up. Okay, well, that one's news to me. Um, so, what I know is he was in the U.S. Army for a while, and... Uh, got transferred to Delta Black once he reached sergeant, And that's where all the black bars start showing up in his records. Um, okay, you, you know what Delta Black was trying to do. We also found out um, after 2001... Which is five years after he founded the BTT. Uh, his medical history basically stops existing.
1: I'm curious. Uh, Mooncat's record indicate that a unconfirmed edit was performed on the robots in his employ at this time as well.
2: Interesting. Um, Last piece of information that I have is that uh, I know who runs Delta Black, and uh, I'm trying to figure out how to approach this because it's Calvert's wife.
1: Calvert is married.
2: Yes, they've been estranged for a while. I don't know if it's spite or pride or forgetfulness that has prevented them from actually signing papers. But yes, they, he the, the two of them are still legally married, and Craig and Lorena are their children in wedlock.
1: Yes, uh, Tasha has informed me of their additional relationship. She has. It was initially unintentional. However, she quickly realized that I do not care about relationships in the same way that humans do. And therefore, I was someone safe to relieve some pressure on. I believe she. Put it.
2: Interesting. Okay. Uh, neat. So... So you, you know about Lawrence, then? Indeed. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that's it. That's it for my info. Uh, like I said, my broker is gonna keep looking, but that's all I got for now.
1: All things considered, it may behoove us to speak with someone who has knowledge of time travel mechanics and visit 2001 to see what happens for ourselves. Do we
2: know anybody like that?
1: The information that Mooncat retrieved has also indicated that the Time Lord's body was chronologically shifted soon after its demise.
2: Meaning what, exactly?
1: Meaning that the body that was retrieved of the Time Master, who was apparently killed in the sudden explosion of time particles, was left there to be found. Which would imply that a living Time Master is currently at large. Okay. And even if we fail to find his physical form, he has left certain records and artifacts of his studies at various locations within the city. I recall the news that an entire team of superheroes were time shifted when they stumbled into a time bomb accidentally. If all else fails, if I can find a time bomb and activate it independently, I would be able to shut myself down into standby mode until such a moment as I would be uh, able to observe
2: Mr. Wright. That'd be, yeah, okay. So, that's. That's a bunch of extra steps and also it's super dangerous, but it's probably the only way to get, uh, honest answers. I, I don't know if I would, I hmm. see going, going, going to talk to Calvert's wife, uh, doesn't, it's not a prospect that thrills me.
1: I'm not suggesting that we abandon all of our existing leads in order to search for the Time Master. It is simply that doing so may prove advantageous if we add him to the list of leads. Okay.
2: Yeah. Just keep an eye out, keep an ear to the ground. Okay. Uh, I'm actually going to go visit my information broker this evening, so if you'd like, I can redirect her from looking into Leonard Wright into looking for the Time Master.
1: I suspect that the Time Master will not have been as thorough in covering his traces. It may yield results at a more rapid pace. Okay. Cool.
2: Shit, Kestora, huh?
1: All roads appear to lead back to Kestora.
2: You don't fucking know the half of it. Okay. Alright, um... talk. keep me posted, I'll keep you posted. Indeed. And now I'm going to go do exactly what I said I was going to do, which is later this evening, I'm going to go talk to Loveless.
0: All right. When you get to the nightclub that uh, Loveless is uh, living in, essentially, you go back to her room, and she's just sort of like sitting there at a desk, just like rubbing her temples Okay.
2: I encountered the migraine medication last night, so I know that's what's probably happening. Yes. So I'm going to tow my shoes off so I don't, like, clack against the floor. I'm going to walk into the room, going to make just enough noise with my footfalls to announce my presence, and then just kind of sidle up next to her, put one hand on her back and rub firm circles between her shoulder blades.
0: As soon as you touch her, she jumps, turns around, looks at you and goes, no, no, you're dead. You're dead. You've been dead for years.
2: God, do I, do I grab her or not? Okay, no. I'm not gonna grab her. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna reach, I, I'm gonna take, you know, enough of a step back that I'm not gonna touch her when I do this, but I'm gonna reach out my arm, hold up my hand towards her, fingers splayed. Just gonna dip my head a bit. Denny, I don't know what you were seeing. I'm alive. You're, I'm you've here. been
0: dead for years, Robin. You've been dead for years. I haven't. I've been alive this whole time. It's okay. And almost as suddenly as she is was like that, she immediately changes moods. She's very happy, smiling, and she says Of course, Robin, like uh, how's how's your mom doing? Like have you talked to her lately?
2: Denny, what year is it?
0: It's December 2026.
2: It's December right now. Yeah. What's my mom's name?
0: What is your mom's name?
2: I don't know what Robin's biological mother's name is. That's a setting detail I have never.
0: Okay. well, we can we can just say she gives the correct name.
5: I'm personally much more interested to know what time she thought they thought it was. Uh,
2: when they thought you were dead. We'll get there. Okay. So, that is not a name that Robin has engaged with since they were 13. That is a decade of time. And that is not a name Robin ever wanted to hear again. So... They, they don't have this function anymore. This biological function doesn't exactly exist anymore What with their additional superpowers. So the fact that they go even more pale is some sort of psychological reaction of them forcing that communication into the physical
0: world. Robin, you look deathly
4: pale. What's going on? Something's
2: I don't know what's going on. Denny
0: We need to go to the doctor. As soon as you say that, her stance shifts again, like her mood changes. She goes, Robin, when did you get here? What's today's date? Uh, she gives the correct date.
2: (laughs) Okay. It's not December.
0: No, in-in-universe it would be December. Like, it- No, right now it's September. Oh, September. Okay, well then she would've said September. I'm sorry. She would've given the correct date. (laughs) Okay.
2: The Uh, other one as well, yeah?
0: yeah? Yes, yes. Okay. Like, on my
2: calendar, today is September 10th. Okay. The, there's a moment where I grit my teeth, and I...
0: Denny, what's my biological mother's name? Why would I know that? You've never even... You barely even talk about your biological mother, let alone say her name. Okay. Denny, there's
2: something wrong. I think there's some kind either you're hallucinating or there's some kind of multiverse crossover that's happening inside your head because you just talked to me like I was a ghost and then you talked about like I had a good relationship with that person. Rapid switchover.
0: She kind of just like rubs her temples again and she goes What? That's
4: no, but. What's. what's going on?
2: I don't know. We are going to a doctor right now. Okay. Take my hand.
4: She grabs your hand.
2: I take us to Halcyon General. Alright. And I get pushy. I, like, (laughs) I storm up to the desk for the emergency room. And I, like, start outlining it. And I am demanding brain scans, CT scans, MRIs. I don't know. Everything now. I don't care what it costs, but it needs to happen now.
0: Uh, Yeah, so they give you the forms to fill out as they take... Loveless back.
2: Fill everything out as fast as possible. I do not leave her side. I do not allow them to tell me off. Uh,
0: and you see a doctor who, I'm going to be honest, he kind of looks like he's stuck in the 80s. He's got a mullet. He's got a big bushy mustache that, uh, he's got a five o'clock shadow that he's been growing because, uh, because he's been working all day. And he goes, hello, my name is Dr. Terry Harding, how can I help you today?
5: Shouldn't have gone to General Hospital. (laughs) Nothing but drama there. God damn it, I went to TV hospital. That's how doctors
3: talk. Instead
5: (laughs) of real hospital. That's how
3: all doctors
2: talk. Every doctor I've come across has (laughs) talked. I super don't have headspace. I super don't have the spoons to unpack what is going on with you right now. So... <laughs> I... I found her... So, she has been getting migraines. Um, a lot of them. She has been... Um, she has a prescription, but I'm gonna be real, she's probably been self-medicating their treatment. And when I uh, met up with her today... Uh, She, uh, she thought I was a ghost because she thought I had to have been a ghost because I had been dead for years. So I don't know if she was, uh, hallucinating or, uh, you know, she, she is a super, she has probability manipulation, uh, abilities,
0: so... I don't know. Speaking of, speaking of supers, just to be clear, you haven't been dead for years, right? That does happen in this city. I
2: definitely haven't been dead for years. Excellent. Okay, so, uh, but she thought I had been and, uh, she, and then she changed just like a snap. Uh, it was, she was still herself. I was still me, but I was a version of me that had a history that I absolutely don't. Relationships that I never would. And she was unable to process that that's not how things work until there was another snap. And she is, I think she's the one that I know. I think she's operating on this space now but I don't know and I don't know how long it's gonna last
4: we'll get right on it and he dramatically I'm sorry dramatically... But I'm afraid it's amnesia
0: <laughs> uh, it's the opposite of amnesia actually they've got memories that they don't have access to <laughs> hypernesia
5: I only <laughs> know how to diagnose amnesia
0: and he turns around with a dramatic flare and starts, like, walking, his coat billows behind him. Um, and then, like, you see him walk past a nurse and they seem to, like, have a conversation as they are walking. And the conversation loops a couple of times as if, like, every five minutes that somebody needs reminding what's going on.
2: Colin, I know you're trying to do a comedy bit here, but I—I I know, I know. Robin is high key freaking out, and so if you start telling me there's like actual narrative shenanigans or temporal no. shenanigans <laughs> that Robin is experiencing, they are going to start having a meltdown <laughs> in the middle no. of this hospital.
0: No, no, no. This is just how this doctor is. This is his, this is basically his superhero the ability is that he is stuck in eighties. 80s- so okay, please tell me that
2: somebody comes and conveys this to Robin.
5: Yes. Hi, I'm sorry about Dr. Biff. He's just like that. Y- you learn to deal with it. I I'm, you, I don't know why they keep him on. Well, I do know why they keep him on. He's an incredible doctor. He's one of the best in his field. But like his whole mess is just... Most of the people in here because this is a hospital are going through a lot when they come in and his bedside manner is non-existent. So I'm, I'm really sorry about all that. Somebody should have intercepted him. Okay.
1: Honestly, the fact that he explains everything twice over is probably a good thing for a hospital.
0: <laughs> Only twice? I've watched Young and the Restless lately, recently because it's on the during the break room at work They explain things like five times Before they finally move on It's fucking ridiculous he got caught in the loop once off. It took
5: us like a day to figure out how to reset him Turns out he's a lot like a cat If you just give him enough stimulus at once He just resets
2: But he is good I don't, I don't need to get somebody
5: yeah, else very, on this He's very very good at what he does He's just
4: That Okay thank you
0: Right. At some point, someone who is not Dr. Terry Harding comes out because they realize that if Dr. Terry Harding comes out to explain what's going on,
5: he, I did that. Uh, would, I just did that.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm saying like the the diagnosis is the thing. Um, oh. So, yeah. So someone comes out and explains. Well, Dr. Harding ran every test that they could think of. Twice. And the only thing that seems to be going wrong is uh, we've never seen anyone with the active cosmic gene spike this high. We ran the test and it immediately jumped past anything that we can measure.
2: So So her powers are running haywire
4: Yeah, you said that
0: She Could manipulate probability Um, yeah,
2: she She can influence uh, Anything that's up to chance In negative and positive directions subjective to her own evaluation and i think also the evaluations of specific targets
0: okay all right is it possible that she's not manipulating luck but she's manipulating reality You know,
2: like two years ago, I would say no, but I've gotten way too deep into multiverse theory lately, to... I've been forced into multiverse theory. I've been forced to live multiverse theory so much lately that it makes too much sense that she might be actually shuffling us into timelines where things work out the way she wants them
4: to. Okay.
0: All right. Well, um, she seems stable for now. We've got her in a room. Uh, If you want to go talk to her, you can. Okay. Okay right this way and uh, they lead you to her room and she's currently sitting up she's just kind of looking a little bored bored is good when you come in she just sort of smiles she goes there you are
4: here I am and then uh, the, the, the nurse leaves you uh, two alone
0: Okay. How are you feeling? Um, well, they've, they can't find out why I'm having migraines, but they still gave me some pretty good stuff for that. So no headaches right now.
4: So I'm feeling okay for now.
2: So, something's happening with your powers. Okay. Doctors say you are... They're too active. You're pulling and processing too much energy. and from my perspective what i've experienced with you the reason i brought you in here isn't because of the headaches it's because you seem to be viscerally experiencing other timelines (sighs) okay I don't know what's happening. I know somebody who might be able to figure it out, and I'm going to call him in here. But for the time being, I need you to just stay put, okay? Because if you start accessing somewhere, some when that's really radically different, I don't want you being unsupervised and getting into some kind of dangerous situation.
4: Alright, yeah. Sounds reasonable. Okay. Um...
2: Tomorrow I'll go into the office and tell everybody that you are taking time off. I'll get all of the I'll make sure everybody who needs to know that you're unavailable knows that you're unavailable. I'll take care of everything. You are just going to stay put, okay?
6: Okay.
0: Thank you. I'm gonna hug her. I'm gonna hug her real hard. She kind of, but uh, hugs back, smiles and says, So, um, I know you got sidetracked with my whole thing, but, uh, is there- Why- Why- why you come over to begin with? Like, what- what was- What did you need to ask?
2: I needed to ask what was up with the migraines. Oh. I needed to ask why you had a ton of empty bottles for migraine medication all over your desk and I think I have my answer now, so it's okay. fine.
4: Okay. Alright. Okay.
2: And I know it's probably late right now, but I'm i am I'm not even going to leave the room to do it. I'm going to immediately on, get on my phone. I'm going to call Gary.
3: Hello. Uh, Switch, it's me, Gary Archer.
2: It's Is this a voicemail? No. Okay, I'm sorry. That Cadence was very voicemail-esque. Um... I need your help. Okay. What do you need? How can I help? I need you to come to Halcyon General. I will meet you in the lobby.
3: You know, there is a thing. Nowhere seems to smell fro- self-frozen custard It's most perturbing You can hear the sound of wind whistling as I'm saying that
2: <laughs> I will find a really nice froyo place somewhere in our burrow and I will take you there myself Please just get here quickly I arrive Hi, I hang up Hello. Hi. Okay. And I don't care if visiting hours are over. That shit means nothing to me. I am just guiding Gary through the halls.
3: Yeah, I- I'm blue again.
2: Okay. And I lead him to Lovelace's room. I don't step inside immediately. I'm going to brief Gary outside by saying so. Um. This is my sister. Um she has powers. Up until now, we thought that they were, uh, probability manipulation, but I think she has started inhabiting versions of herself from different timelines. Timelines where I'm dead or where I have relationships with people, I absolutely don't hear.
3: She's sort of taking herself out of this reality, and winding up in others, and then coming back.
2: There's no physical displacement, though. I I was present for two changes. She's not... She doesn't leave this space. It's it's like her brain is invaded by this other version of her. Hmm. And... You are the person I most know who has experience with alternate timelines. I I don't know. Can you can you scan her? Can you check? Uh
3: yes, there's a couple of things I can a couple of things I can think of. It's I mean it's a new presentation, obviously I I just create new Realities, time travel, you go back down the chain and up a new one and that's how that works um, I'm not familiar with someone going somewhere else without leaving the body that it, Without leaving the original tone Essentially it sounds like they're in, what's happening is I guess they're in two places at once Or they're going to a different place at the same time as they're in the place that they're in Interesting, I'll have a look
2: and I will open up the door, lead Gary in. Assuming Denny is still awake, I will introduce the two of them. And I say, this is the guy. He's kind of an expert on timelines and multiverse
0: horseshit. She nods and says, all right, go for it. Okay. Um,
3: I mean... I don't really have an ability that's going to do this other than, uh, let's try lore first before I go pulling out big stuff.
6: Okay.
3: I'm just going to have a think about everything I've seen and see if I know the answer.
0: Can I roll lore? Yeah, go for it. That's a seven. That's a seven? Yo, alright. Um, Good rolls. So, you were incorrect when you said that you have no experience with two beings inhabiting the same body in the same space in the same universe in fact you do know of six individuals where that is exactly the case
3: oh god uh, can I have a minute with Switch
0: uh, yeah, yeah sure. I can't I can't leave the bed, she, so... she She's in her bed. Let's just
2: come yeah, yeah. outside. Okay.
0: <sighs>
3: this isn't good. Oh, I don't like hearing that. <sighs> this presentation, the being... Whatever's going on... There's only one collective of beings that can... Can do this... And that's the six. I don't know. I, I don't know whether it's some kind of manifestation, them trying to replace the seventh, or whether it's something new and different. Yet, I can try a vision. See if I can get more information on this. Um, The risk, of course, is that prying into the Six's affairs can draw. has a risk.
4: Yeah.
3: If If you look into the Abyss, the Abyss can look back into you. I. It's your sister.
4: Yeah.
2: I don't know if she's being if she's being taken over or supplanted or ascending cuz you know the host the host was like an artificial one of these things cuz he got by on the god machine mm. that zero wrecked he was still one of them yeah so you so you don't you don't have to start there you can get there from down here Mm. so
3: originally that was my plan but i'm not so sure it's a good idea anymore
2: but it might have been taken out of our hands here i need to know i need to know because the more i know i the more i know the better i might be able to fix this if, if she's only halfway if this is a transformation and she's only halfway into it I might be able to rip it out of her okay well
3: that's the other thing we haven't gotten around to it yet but there's been well we've both been busy but we need to do something about about your theft and you know what I mean when I say that you are still a risk. The more risks we create here, the more chance we have of being seen. I'm taking a risk here. We need to work on you soon. And with that, I turn and walk back in the room.
2: All right. And yeah, this is important enough to me that I am not going to challenge
0: that right now. Okay. Okay. So she... Kind of waves a little sleepily and he says, Hey, hi, welcome back. Hi, don't
2: stay awake on our part if you're tired.
0: I mean, kind of don't want to go to sleep because what if I wake up and I'm not here anymore? <laughs> mm.
2: I'm not gonna let you physically go anywhere.
0: No, no, that's not what I mean physically is not what I mean
2: if you leave
3: I'll find you
0: I'm gonna trust you on that
3: well here, go- here goes all my fate points uh, visions
2: wanna say while Namtab is getting the getting his numbers together when Gary says that last line Robin like physically turns around so they're not facing either of them and like scrubs at their face a little bit
3: Uh, okay, spend a pay point, done Roll will
2: What's the target number, Colin?
0: I'll come up with a fair number regard I was going to come up with a number regardless
3: I guess What's the question? What do I want to see? Um, I guess I want to keep it vague to begin with Because I got, you know It's not like I have, well I do have a limit But for the time being What I want to see is What's going on What's going on with, uh... What'd you say her name? was Danny? Denny. Denny. What's going on with Denny's?
0: So, what's going on was going to be, like, a three. So, you're f- So, yeah. Before you get into it, Colin... Hmm.
2: That's a, th- a three. You're just succeeding. I want to succeed with style. I'm going to spend the fate point here. I... I am a bubbling cauldron of dimensional energy, and I have oh. strong ties to this person. My history is intertwined with hers. So I, I am going to form some sort of conduit between her and Gary, like physically touching the both of them, okay. Okay, so to, to, to better link, to create a stronger circuit.
3: You kind of feel me slurping at your power a bit then, at your energy. That's fine. It feels very much like you've got liquid in you and it's being slurped out for a straw.
2: That's gross, but I'm willing to deal with a lot right now for
0: good answers. All right, so normally you do not feel pain. Normally, your powers prevent you from any sort of physical harm. And, you know, normally it's only done through surprise, or if someone else happens to share the exact same sort of dimensional energy with you, like when you fought Xerox and she was able to hurt you. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that this is a blinding pain, but you definitely feel a headache. <sighs> and you can tell that she is ascending to be one of these beyond cosmic entities. And with that success with style, she's already beyond anything that you could do to stop it. Mm. Ah, Damn, damn.
3: The six have her.
2: Have her how? What does that mean?
3: It's the worst-case scenario. They're replacing the seventh, or making a new. I don't know. Yet, um, but the mentor has her, and she's becoming one of them. Something beyond human. And it's your power. Is my power. You can't do anything right now. Or possibly a- But we- Right now, there's nothing that could- We're gonna, the only way to stop this is to stop it at the source, there's no stopping it from here. Okay.
2: Then how do I get to the source? That's the mental.
3: Only she creates them. That is correct, isn't it, Colin? I'm not just pulling no, it No, well. it's
0: not, actually. I thought it was.
3: You said she nope. was the
0: first or something. She's the first. She doesn't create them. She oh. finds ones that are coming into existence and trains them to use their powers. But she doesn't create them. Oh, okay. That being said, in character, you can be wrong about that.
3: Ah, uh, I couldn't. It's something i would know what do i know then i guess i'm gonna have to do another vision to if it's not the mentor although on a failure i'm still going to go to the mentor but no incorrect the mentor trains she doesn't create i don't know what creates some focus that's a two. I suspect I'm probably going to fail this roll.
0: Yeah, you're going to definitely fail that one. Give me the information
3: with something crucial missing, because it is still a stunt. Unless Kat's going to spend a fate point.
2: I would only be able to invoke the same thing
0: again. One fate point wouldn't do it.
3: What's the magic number I'm looking for here? Uh, seven. I can't do anything. I could get to a six. So yeah, give me the information with something crucial missing.
0: So what were you looking for exactly? Because...
3: So I know I can't stop it here. I need to stop it at the source. I guess my question would be... Uh, would it be how do I stop it or what is, this, what is the source? Is probably going to be...
0: The source is all natural. The source is this... being right here... is evolving in a way that is giving them beyond cosmic capabilities and there's nothing you can do short of killing her right here, right now, to stop it. Damn. The mentor
3: trains, but she doesn't c- create... <clears throat> this is evolution. This is how things are supposed to be. It's a natural process that goes on in the universe. It's... You can't, you can't switch this. I can't, I can't steal it. I can't stop it. Denny dies, or she becomes one of them. That's the choice
0: we're facing. Do not accept that. You realize that the curtains in the room have changed like four times since you entered the room the first time. Have
3: we switched universes? I think that's probably something I.
0: No, know. no, no. You haven't switched universes. Just
3: this is beyond time travel. This is beyond shifting. Time. What what she's doing isn't what I do. I can go between. I can go from here to between. I can go from here to another universe. It's not time travel. Time travel goes back and forward. This is, she takes something and makes it different while staying here. That's manipulation on the most fundamental level. Frankly, I'm getting a massive headache just being around her. This isn't something that one universe can contain.
2: then we get rid of it.
3: You don't. Your choice is, as as I say, it's binary.
2: I do
0: not accept that. You You must. must. And when you turn around, there is a being resplendent. There's a head, but there's no facial features. Her body ends sort of vaguely humanoid, but just sort of, like, trails off into nothingness. And it's blue and shimmering all over. And you are face-to-face with the mentor. Fuck (sighs) you, I have to.
3: No, Switch. This is... Respect. Please.
2: No, I know who this is. You've given me enough context.
3: Yes. And... This is something that could end everything with a thought. And she's here and can hear us talking about her. Good. She's not bad. And she's not good. She will... She cares about respect. She's the nice one. Ask politely. And I turn to the mentor and say, Um, well, I can't say it's good to see you again, but welcome to my universe.
2: Can I ask that Gary rolls rapport?
3: Okay. That's a one. That's
2: a tie. That's a success at a minor cost or success with a complication. Robin is going to listen but Gary can tell they are on a hair-trigger.
3: Well, Mentor, this is their sister.
6: I am aware, and for that young one, I am truly sorry, but there is nothing that you can do to stop this save termination, and that is not Something I would enjoy to see, at all.
2: I mean, I... I would rather her be alive than not,
0: but...
3: I mean, she's not dying. Leaving her alive in this state... Would end this
6: entire universe. This is why I come and teach those who become like myself, to use their powers. I'm going to take Denny away and I'm going to teach her how to use her powers. She will return one day, this I promise you,
3: but she will be different. What will her designation be?
6: That is up to her. I train, and then I send them off on their way. I do not impose my will, my ideals, or my goals into them.
3: No, clearly not. Why, I've always wondered if this is a natural process. Why Seven?
6: Because those are the only ones that I have caught in the six billion years that I have existed.
3: What happens to those you don't catch? Universes die.
6: But she'll come back. She will come back. This I
0: promise. Robin Steiner. Is Daddy awake? She's barely, she's barely conscious right now. I would just hold her as tight as
2: I can for as long as I can.
6: Let me know when you're finished saying your goodbyes. That is the least I can do for you.
2: You are going to have to take her from me. Please do not hold it against me when I do.
0: and Denny will hold back as long as she can. And then the mentor moves over, gently puts an appendage on your shoulder, and just sort of moves you away. If you try to fight back or if you try to swap out of it, uh, it, it doesn't work. Um, she seems to have shut your powers down, and she takes Loveless who gives you a sad look. And they just sort of, sort of, like, gently fade.
3: I very awkwardly put my hand on Switch's shoulder.
2: This is not how it's supposed
6: to work.
3: If I could fight, I would. Even...
6: uh... This
2: is not how it's supposed to work. Is it supposed to be nothing to do? is
3: still that and I look Switch in the eye
2: there's still what use words I need words right now I don't need cryptic horseshit I don't need interdimensional plots
3: take us home can't say it here.
2: I'm not wearing my mask, so it takes a couple of jumps, but I get us back home.
3: I snap my fingers and the door to my dimension appears. Gary, I have assembled the list. Not now, please. In fact, no. Zero, come with us. Is that okay? switch?
2: No. I need as I need as few people right now. I I need, I need Felix. I need whatever you're gonna give me, and
4: then I need to get Felix over here.
3: Okay, we. Uh, I guess just Robin and I go into the pocket dimension. <sighs> Remember when I came back and I trusted you with my, with a secret. Yeah. And I take. I open my um, simulated desk and I pull out the um, lockbox remember this is this is the power of creation this is firmament I intend this as a weapon but I think if I use it correctly it's kind of rescue mission in a way If we get this on her and do the right thing, we can create, well, it will be your sister. She will be your sister, but it's kind of a redo. It will be her without this. But I can't guarantee that. I can't guarantee her memory. And I can't guarantee much else, to be honest. But it is the third way that I can think of between death or them. But I have created universes before. This is just that, on a smaller scale.
2: I need time.
3: Mm, So do I. And... It's this being a rescue mission we will be between and we will be directly in their line of sight I've told you about four I really don't want to have to tell you about the other two until we're ready I can't make you do this but yes we need to keep this small but I would recommend bringing zero in because his his nanites I've seen a future for him within this universe well, a future for that technology within this universe Sundog, it's up to you He's he's kind of the heart of the team I get that this is beyond this is gods and he's he's a man
2: Defied them twice so have I I don't know I don't have a plan right now I just have a lot inside me that I need to unload and I need to think I need time and I don't know how much time we have and that's making it worse but I need some time
3: time there is different, but one thing I have noticed with us heroes is, we always arrive on time.
2: And I will be relying on you for that. Because I have failed to arrive early. Can't say.
3: Sometimes things happen so that a greater good can be done. We're heroes. You may not think we're heroes, but we are heroes. We will save her, if that's the choice you want to make. Now, unless you have any questions, I need I need to be Megalad again. And I need to look at, I need to study this.
2: I, no, I need, I need to be elsewhere.
3: Okay, I snap my fingers and the door out appears.
2: I get most of the way to it. Turn around. Thank you.
3: remember. You still owe me frozen custard, and you owe me a, you owe me- I owe you. My powers, they're not for you, but that's your, I'll have them back when it's time.
2: I leave.
0: Oh, Felix. I'm Felix. As you're like heading to school, you see a uh, police car pull up alongside you, and riding in it is Tony Lehman
4: who says, Hey Felix, uh, where are you heading off to? Um, heading off to class. Cool, cool. Hey, uh, why don't I give you a ride there? I'm kind of in between things right now, and I figure I can do you a favor. Uh... And he opens up the door and he says, Get in, son. Fine. Hope you don't mind. I got a dog, Odie, here. I'm going
1: to leave him, <laughs> him with you and then disappear from the plot forever. <laughs>
0: No, that's Lyman, not Layman. So as he's driving, uh he he's he's got even the front seat, uh where um so that way it doesn't look like he's arresting you. And then um he says, Do you want a mint? I love mints. And um he just like reaches to where, like one of his cup holders and just like there's a big thing of like lifesaver mints in there and he just like pops one open he, like at a red red light he just like pops one open and just like puts it in his mouth.
5: Mm No, thanks. I had some orange juice for breakfast, and the taste is still kind of there. I feel a little bit conflict.
4: I get you. I get you. But healthier alternative to smoking, I won't tell you that much. I mean, whatever it takes, I guess. Yeah. So, um, how's things going with uh, you and my niece there? I
5: mean, like the dates are going well, um. I'm not sure where we're at in relationship status. It's been like uh, five months getting along, but like, I don't think neither of us are really looking to move in with each other. And Mm
4: -hmm. I think
5: we're just kind of in like relationship limbo right now.
4: All right. All right. That's good. That's good. That'll uh, make what I'm about to tell you a little easier here. I'm going to need you to break up with her. Preferably before the holidays. I don't want to break our hearts at most of Christmas. Is this because I'm mixed race? What? No,
0: no, God, no.
4: Yo. (laughs) (laughs) All right. It's because you're a fucking super. I do. And you're a kind of lifestyle. It's dangerous, full of excitement. Well, that could put someone like her in danger. I don't want her being in danger, so I just. I don't think you're a good fit for it. So, uh. If you could try and break up with her before Halloween, I'd greatly appreciate it. Ah. <sighs>
5: She's not going to take this well, you know that,
4: right? She's going to, like, she's going to hate you. Oh, <laughs> here's the beautiful part. You're not going to tell her I told you to do this. Why would I do that? Oh, well, let's just say I sort of know what sort of legal shenanigans you get into, and, well, while I don't have the authority to take you on because of you war, I do have some friends in the DHEA who do some favors, so, uh...
5: You're a cool dude.
4: That's right, but So, you're going to bring up the fact that you want to break up with her, and you're not going to bring up that I had anything to do with it. Okay? Okay, fine. Can
0: I get out of your car now? Uh, he pulls up to the college because he t- he basically timed this perfectly. And he says, Have a good day at school, Felix.
5: I'm low-key impressed that you managed to time that so well. Not going to lie, you're still a jackass.
4: You're still a freak.
5: Yep. See ya, jackass.
0: And he drives off after you get out of the car. So, like, as- as- aside from, like, class, uh, I know in between sessions, you had a big revelation of what you were going to do, so uh, after class, what do you do? Uh, I gotta track down the study group. Alright, um... So go ahead and roll investigation. Well, I got a four. Yay me. You got a four. Dang. Yeah, they're, they're easy enough to find. Uh... They they're still relatively small time, so you don't have to look like too far from like a corner store being robbed, and you hear like a big burst of air hitting a, hitting a wall or something. And uh, yep, that's the uh, that's the big robot wolf, uh, shooting the air cannon at some uh, at some people. And wouldn't you know it, they're there. You see Shadowbox using pure like shadows to like tie up a um like a Velociraptor looking humanoid wearing like Egyptian uh, regalia. Right. And then the DHEA comes in and uh, Little Red just uh, picks picks them up and like puts them in the um, armored car that uh, drives them off. And so they're just sort of like hanging out there for right now. While this is like happening, I just like
5: you said this was a corner store. Yeah. I grab a coke and slap two dollars down on the counter. There's no go, there's nobody at the register. He, he that whoever that was, whoever was running the register ran like when this started happening, yeah. but I just slapped two oh, dollars. Oh, yeah, there.
0: like if if they weren't running before, definitely when the big giant fucking robot wolf showed up and started shooting air blasts out of its mouth, uh, they hightailed it. Yeah, but anyway, like I'm just
5: like leaning against the counter. Watching them fight these uh, Egyptian Raptor people, I guess. Slamming this coat. To be
0: fair, it was only it was only one. Uh, and you know, Cleo Raptor is a is a well known villain in the city. Go to jail.
2: <laughs> Colin's already served his sentence for this particular crime. This character has shown up previously.
0: Yes, yes. This is a recurring minor character that you guys have never interacted with. So, yeah, uh, they're all done and eventually um, eventually Little Red looks over and sees you and uh, makes the big robot uh, wolf wave. I wave back. Foulball walks up and goes, uh, hey, what brings you to the neighborhood? Uh, Actually trying to find you guys. Found
5: us. Well, specifically, I'm trying to find Monty.
0: Monty is also like sipping at a soda and did you get a goth I've always been here you probably won't remember that I'm that I'm here afterwards this feeling of deja vu
4: yeah you get that sometimes with me
0: but Monty uh, actually walks up also drinking his soda you realize that there is still only your money on the register and uh, she goes yeah what's up I put another dollar on the register
5: um, okay, so this is going to be. Well, I'm just going to get straight to the point. Our group kind of fell ass backwards into a transistor tyrant scheme. Uh, and since you are the only person I know who knows Kestoran magic and also doesn't want to tear my throat out, um, I would like to pay you for lessons. Hmm.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Why do you want to know Kastoran magic? Because we're going to
5: probably have to go butt heads with Archibald again, and I just want to hedge my bets here. Any kind of advantage I can give myself, I will take.
4: Okay, all right.
0: I want beer, and I want menthols. This girl is too cool for this podcast. <laughs> You're 16, or wh- wh- what are you 16? Yeah, I'm 16, and that's why I can't buy my own, so buy them for me. Fucking half my family's
5: French, whatever. <laughs> I'm not doing the menthols, though. Smoking's awful.
4: I don't know, it sounds like you don't want to learn magic.
5: I will do something besides the menthol. Smoking is terrible for your health. I
0: need you to roll um, rapport. No, I need. No, it's um. It would be provoke, and she gets to roll will. All right, fine. I got a straight zero. Oh, you got a straight zero. Oh, okay. Um, don't forget me, you've got all your fate points. You do have all your fate points. I do have like five fate points. For like, give me a second. Let me roll. Let me see if you. It's it's necessary. She has. She got a three. What was that? That
5: was two minuses and two zeros, so yeah, I'll go ahead and re-roll that, and that's affable regional sundog. I'm not giving this child smokes. Alcohol is one thing, but smokes, smoking is gonna fu- smoking is like, like, okay, like, out of character, both of my grandfathers died of lung disease.
0: Don't smoke. Oh, yeah, yeah, like... Out of character, my grandma died of lung cancer. Don't smoke, but she... Mine too.
3: My granddad died of lung cancer. Don't smoke. If you listen to this and you smoke, stop it.
0: Wait, no. Please stop.
5: My grandfather on my father's side died of lung cancer. My grandfather on my mother's side died of lung disease as a result of smoking. And It's a whole fucking thing. Don't smoke.
3: Don't uh, smoke. My maternal grandfather's uh, strokes and vascular dementia were probably caused by smoking cool then he died
2: hey folks at home <laughs> smoking will kill your grandparents the, the PSA we promised we would never do don't <laughs> fucking smoke you will be the grandparent that died from
0: smoking
3: and then you anyway. won't get any father's or mother's day presents
0: so uh you got you got a you two pay. which does not beat her three so if you have another fate point that you want to bump that up to a four yeah I
5: smoking is bad I am low key supporting underage drinking here, but smoking is bad.
2: Which aspect?
5: I'm gonna invoke morally ambiguous moon <laughs> I am tamed this through means that are entire, might not be entirely legitimate, but I will spend.
2: You got cash you can throw around. You can wave huge stacks in her face to get her off the smokes.
5: I'll buy you a fucking PS6. I don't care. I'm just not cigarettes. Yeah, Fine
1: hand you twice what the menthols would be worth if you don't spend them on cigarettes.
0: Fine. Okay. I don't know, am I good to like just go with him now? And uh Foulball says, we got this, don't worry. And uh
5: Hey kids, if someone offers you if someone offers to buy you beer, don't go with them. (laughs) Okay? I just want to hedge this message off. (laughs) Don't leave with adults who buy you beer, children, please.
0: Oh, don't worry, they've got the ultimate spy. Okay, but
2: in real life, (laughs) real children do not have ultimate spies. Real children, but none of you who are listening, I'm pretty sure this is exclusively an adult podcast. But um, hey kids, if you are there. Don't leave with adults who offer to buy you alcohol. That's a really no. fucking bad idea. That's a super
3: bad idea. Don't do it. Never go with a predator to a second location. Don't listen to our podcast children. Turn it off and go outside play football.
2: American football by that specifically. Means...
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, okay. I was going to say by that he soccer. And by
3: that I, mean that I mean hand egg.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, anyways.
5: Anyway, um... I'm going to like put my super suit on so this because that somehow makes this situation less weird.
0: (laughs) So, uh, Monty and also Wallflower, uh, though you don't notice Wallflower starts walking with you, and, um, Monty says, All right, so first things first, you're gonna have to put a lot of trust into me. Because the first step to knowing Castoran magic is to learn your true name. And you cannot learn your own true name. Is it not Felix de la Rue? No. No, that is not your true name. And I would give you an example, but the only example I have is my true name. And I'm not giving that to you.
5: All right. That's fine, so long as it isn't, like, something stupid like Dark Shadow Wolf or something, because, my oh, God. Oh, no,
0: it's it's much more esoteric than that. Alright. She cracks her knuckles, like, she, do, she does that thing where she, like, interlaces her fingers and just, like, stretches until they start cracking, and she goes, alright, so, let me do this. She puts one thumb on your temple, and then, like, The rest of her fingers like wrap around the top of your forehead. Another thumb goes on your cheek, and the pointer finger rests like right at the edge of your eye, and then just like from there down. And she just starts concentrating.
5: Be really self-conscious
0: if you start laughing. Don't worry, I probably will anyway. Great. All right. she opens her eyes after like five minutes. Your true name is the Howling Wind's Disaster. <laughs> Sorry, I said, I said I'd laugh either way, but no, that's <laughs> okay. I'm done. I'm done. No, that's <laughs> okay, just... Now I'm done.
5: It's not as bad as I thought it would be. It's
0: still though. Howling, Winston, am I an anime?
4: Uh,
0: And now that I know that, she just sort of like pats her cheek a couple times. I have power over you forever. Isn't that neat?
5: This has been a real weird
0: day. I fought a velociraptor dressed like an Egyptian pharaoh. You don't get to tell me what's weird.
5: One of my first outings as a superhero, I kicked a robotic monkey in the balls, so it's part of the job, kid.
0: Anyway, so now that uh, now that you know that, congratulations, you can tap into that sort of shit. And uh, well, no time like the present. And she just like starts chucking magic at you. If it hits you, it stings a little bit. It doesn't hurt, but like she just like start flinging at you. And she's like, come on, come on, tap into it. Tap into it and stop me I, do, it,
5: do You have not explained anything, child T- tap into it and stop me. Come on, Wait, throw my name at you.
0: <laughs> come on, stop me, stop me. Um, I just roll magic. Just roll which, magic? I, at this point, at this point, that's for you. That's a plus zero. that's what you now have access to it. Yeah, I got a one. Yeah, um, describe how you managed to uh, to block the stuff she's flinging at you that stings a little bit.
5: Explain to me a little bit more about Castoran magic, because right now I just know that is true name based. So how does that pan
0: out? Um, So basically, in order to even cast magic, you need to have learned your true name. Is this true of all magic or just Castoran magic? All magic. Well, unless you're a robot, because a robot's true name is their serial yeah, number. I was going to say, what's Zero's true name? Come on. I
1: was I was wondering, too.
0: Zero's true name is a serial number of the operating system uh, they run on.
1: <laughs> I run on a custom operating system. It, it doesn't have a serial number. It has a version number, and it updates.
0: So your true name is whatever that is.
1: Well, in that case, I kind of have an advantage because my true name is a different set of numbers than what it was when I initially learned magic.
0: <laughs> but Castoran magic is weird because basically almost nobody uses it because Castora is a nation of 160,000 people and you're probably talking to like one of three magic users from the entire country. But it's it's always going to be, like, green in color is the thing. Monty's works a little bit differently because she specializes in illusions, so she's managed to learn how to, like, make it not green. But Transistor Tyrant's Lightning is green because that's just how Castoran Magic works. It's largely green-based. But aside from that, um... So
5: Castoran Magic is just like a DLC shader?
0: <laughs> no, um, it's... It's harder to tap into but ultimately can be more powerful if you work at it as proven by the transistor tyrant and him being the most powerful magic user ever question mark
5: okay i think i get your your what you're meaning so if like regular magic is um picking up a stun gun and just zapping somebody with it. Castoran magic is picking up a live electrical wire and jabbing it into somebody.
0: Yes, exactly. Pretty much.
5: Way more effective, way more likely to blow up in your face. Yes. Okay. So I'm just getting pelted by this stuff and I'm just like thinking to myself, this is dumb. I have agreed to buy a teenage girl beer. I have been forced to break up with my girlfriend to stay, sucks ass. Everything is stupid. And then like, I'm trying to just like, I just like reflexively try to swap one of the little blobs of magic away and my hand is enveloped in green flame for a moment and just like smacks it into uh, the adjacent building. And I just, I was like, as soon as I did, it lasts for like a second. And I can't get it to do it again. I'm just like shaking my hand like Come on, do it again. Bet on. Magic on.
0: You did it. You got it for a hot second there. Hey, hey, guess what? What? Think fast. Uh, she's going to ah. use magic at you. So uh, she's going to roll plus four. Uh, go ahead and roll magic. She's going to roll 2d6 plus her weird score. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so just another flat. Yep. Wow. Negative one. Oh, what's your physical?
5: Uh, physical. Like physique is three. Um,
2: Do you have four stress boxes, or are you jumping immediately to a consequence?
0: Yeah, I have That's four what stress. What is asking. Okay. Yeah. So uh, mark that fourth stress box when she says think fast and you're like what and you, she just hits you with like a f- green version of her just comes up and like sort of socks you right in the jaw and she goes oh oh i'm sorry oh i i thought that if i threw something at you you would be able to tap into your instincts again i am sorry do you need like an ice pack or something no i'm fairly used to this this is par for the course that's, today that's very I, sad okay okay there's a laughing, you don't know where it's coming from. Did
4: you hear that? That's
0: just Wallflower. Who? Whoa! <laughs> Hi. Jesus. Have
1: you been there the whole time?
0: I've been here the whole time. Cool.
4: The weirdest sense of deja vu. Yeah, you'll get that with me.
0: <laughs> she is actually smiling and laughing at this point. Oh, ig- ignore her. You'll forget her anyway. Listen, um... So... Here's the thing. I don't want to do that again. So... Instead of throwing you to the deep end, because that's clearly not going to work, we'll just continue to take baby steps, and... Baby steps are
4: nice. I like baby yeah, steps. Yeah,
0: baby steps would be nice, and... like. You'll get better at it eventually. Or you'll accidentally tap into a cosmic uh, entity's mind and see into the unknowing abyss and go insane. But one of the two things will happen, and that second one only happens like, twice.
5: Honestly, either one is a step to solving my problems.
4: I kind of... Get where you're coming at
0: with that. Yeah. Anyway, um... I think we should call it. I don't want to hurt you anymore. Um, don't buy me Budweiser. Budweiser sucks. I know it sucks. I've never even sipped this stuff before, and I just can tell from the commercials that it is trash.
2: All
5: right. Please don't tell people I bought you beer.
0: I am going to tell absolutely everybody. It's going to be on the front page news. Sundog buys teen beer. Nation gasps in horror as America's goodest boy sinks so low. Extra, extra, okay. read all about it. Superhero <laughs>
3: encourages underage rage drinking.
2: Wait a minute, how did Megalad
0: get onto this newspaper? <laughs> <laughs> when she's done making jokes, she goes, Of course, I'm not going to tell anybody. You you are dumb in a cute way. I get that a lot, actually. OK, good. Yeah,
5: OK, hold on, I'm getting a text. All right, I got to leave. This has been cool. I really appreciate the lessons. I'm gonna try to like focus and try to think on how I tapped into that for like a second and just kind of extrapolate there. I'm just I'm
0: uh I don't know. Okay. Is it more like it's it like an emotional thing? I always I mean that's it's different for everybody I know. The only other Castoran wizard I know who is still alive? Is the Baron, and uh, I'm not exactly gonna go to him for lessons.
5: Yeah, fair enough. I just kind of always pictured like magic as a cold, logical thing, but that was that seemed emotional based. Alright. Again, thank you very much. Whoa, holy shit, how long have you been there? Hi.
0: I've been here the whole time. The weirdest sense of deja vu. I'm gonna leave. (laughs) And I'm spending a fake point. You actually do remember Wallflower this time. (laughs) Okay. As good as the joke as it is, eventually the odds are in your favor that you do remember Wallflower. And it happened to be this time.
2: So the text was a very simple, very curt, I need you now. And it is nighttime right now, like dead of night.
5: As established, I just like, I drop everything and start heading towards you.
2: Alright, well, get to the base, find Robin. Not quite fetal position, but something very close to it, curled up on their bed. Oh, jeez, okay.
5: Okay, tell me what's wrong.
2: My sister has ascended to godhood, and there was nothing I could do. I don't
5: have a response to that. Okay, I'll get the mattresses.
2: It's probably a much more tedious process for you.
5: Okay. Mattress pile is set up. Alright. Let's cry this out.
2: You can tell at a glance that Robin is... On the verge of being cried out, their face is a mess.
5: Just want to lay here? Do you you want to talk or do you just want to lay here? Uh, Is this a... I...
2: I don't know. I don't know what I need.
5: Okay, well, whatever it is, I'll be here when you figure it out.
4: I
2: I lost somebody, and it wasn't even a question. I lost one of my people, and there was nothing for me to do, start to finish. Nothing I did had any effect. Nothing I could have done had any effect. I lost and I wasn't allowed to fight. And I lost big. And I. I pissed off. And I'm heartbroken. Because if I take it on their terms... ...terms I have no ability to interfere with... ...and either I track her down into the gutter of the multiverse and kill her... Or maybe I get to see her again at some point, but she's not herself anymore. She's some... ultra-present... deity.
6: Who... Who is
2: it? I think you've only ever met him. Um... You met her last night, Loveless.
5: Oh. Yeah, you talked about her a lot, but...
6: Yeah. So...
5: I... I don't... I... I, I I guess let's just break this down what do you say ascended to godhood
2: the the fucking the the host and the librarian and all those other things those assholes she's turning into one of them
4: Jesus what
2: Apparently it's a natural process of the universe. sometimes just happens to people. Fuck!
5: And it's already happened?
2: It's been happening. It's been happening while we were out having fun. I wasn't. I missed it. If there was ever a point where I could have done something about it, I missed it because I was out on vacation.
5: You cannot. Okay, you cannot blame yourself for not predicting that someone you knew was going to be forcibly ascended to godhood. You can't put that on yourself.
2: But if I had been around... If I had been here...
5: And what would you unable to do?
2: I don't know. Tear it out of her. Are you...
5: I... okay. I... You feel powerless right now. And that sucks. There's... that's an awful feeling. That's... But you cannot blame yourself for
2: this. This is... This is some... I I don't feel powerless. I'm not powerless. I am. Powerful. I am the most powerful. I, I stole immortality from the transistor tyrant. I can teleport massive quantities of Vinterium across the universe, and now I have all this dimensional energy. The, the, the ambient. Background radiation of the space that she is ascending into. I have all of this at my disposal. I could have done so much, but I wasn't here for it.
5: Robin. Robin, look at me. Look at me. You cannot be in every place at once. I know you're hurting right now, and I know you're mad at everything, including yourself, probably especially yourself, but you cannot be everywhere, and you cannot fix every problem at once. You are still... Robin Steiner, you are. Just... I know you're strong, but you're still just... We're all... We're just people, Robin. We're people trying to do the best we can, but we're just people. Is there... Honestly, nothing to be done about this. Is it just
2: like... I I don't know. Gary has ideas. He's... He's got the, this chunk of the in-between stored in a little box in his room. he he thinks he can. he he planned to turn it into some kind of weapon but i don't don't know he thinks he could turn it into a scalpel or something but the way he's talking right now even if that works she still wouldn't be herself anymore take a lot besides just what's ascending her too much she wouldn't be the same person anymore be losing her either way there there is no scenario in front of me where I don't just lose her
5: you're smart and capable people we'll figure something out right now just just get it all out just
2: just take all the time you need I'm not gonna leave I just start ugly crying it's okay do that till I pass out.
4: I just stay right there.
1: Well, I must admit it is somewhat relieving to hear that the mentor does not choose those who ascend. I must admit that I strenuously disagree with her tactics. To train for power but provide no instruction or advice on its use is exceptionally irresponsible.
3: mentor, well, the mentor is what they perceive themselves to be. Their titles are, in her own words, self-selected. But for being a mentor, she provides precious little mentoring. It's true that she would probably be better off calling herself the teacher, but... I have no way to change what she does. It's, it's more that we don't seem to have a, well, this is so rare and yet we have no way of seeing it coming. It is simply that
1: it strikes me as unusually personal because I am a being who was born with extraordinary powers and intellect. If I had not had you and the others to instruct me on a proper moral focus, I could have turned out in a significantly different manner. And while the mentor may believe that she is abdicating the role of moral leadership by choosing not to instruct, it nevertheless remains that choosing not to decide is, in itself, a choice.
3: Maybe it's because, as far as I'm aware, she had no one to teach her. Curious, though, that... One thing strikes me is that... if she didn't create them... then that means that she was herself one of us or someone mortal, someone well a person essentially maybe the reason she doesn't practice well maybe the reason why she doesn't provide true mentorship is because she never had anyone to mentor her and thus she thinks that her way of teaching the way she How to teach herself. Maybe she thinks that her way is the right way.
1: Then perhaps... It is about time... Someone taught her ethics. In addition, I disagree with your characterization of evolution. I believe it would be more accurate to call it a... Mutation. And a potentially hazardous one, because from my observations, a more perfect creature is
3: less compatible with this universe. Well, I mean, in some ways, is mutation not a prerequisite for evolution? It is
1: but not all mutations contribute to evolution. Mm.
3: Regardless... I'm not sure the mentor is... one to be changed at this point.
1: If there is no way to reverse the process, Could there still be a way to
3: restrain it?
4: Uh,
3: Perhaps if we'd caught her early. But unfortunately, at this point, there is no going back. I'm not suggesting going
1: back, but simply concentrating the scope, perhaps. I'm not sure. Or if a limitation is impossible to impose from the outside, how possible would it be to impose on oneself? You, for instance, have stepped away from near-ultimate power
3: in order to be present here. Their power is so much beyond... If you think of... uh, How can I put this? If you switch and sundog specs like a tiny pencil dot, I might be... Without holding back, I might be somewhere around a pea or possibly up to a baseball. Any one of these beings alone would be the sun compared to that scale.
1: Perhaps I am asking the question wrong. Can God? create a stone so large that even he could not move it? I don't know. And what would happen if that god were
3: to wear the stone? The honest answer is yes. The six were created. They are. We know that they have limits because we were able to use our wits, well, you were able to use your wits to, to bring down one of them, but that was, as far as I'm aware, that's the only one that relied on a machine.
1: But I was able to use that machine to destroy itself. It's an option. I suppose the focus of the question is if the six cannot be stopped can they at least abdicate? I don't know. Then that is a question we should answer.
3: As I said to you, you know, come inside my room for a minute. Very well. And I snap the dog with my finger to make the door go away again, um, I'll tell you this as well, um, I'll show you this because while I believe at this point you probably do have the sophistication to lie to me, I don't think you will. So I can trust you to keep a secret, can't I? I have kept numerous secrets. to me you're probably well you're probably the most detached member of the team other than myself um probably more detached than me in a way we are probably going down a path that will result in the team going between universes for what objective that's up to Switch. This here, and I pull out the lockbox again. This is Firmament, the essentially the building blocks of the universe. I think I can probably, I can definitely use this as a weapon. Although, I imagined it would only be for sort of defending this plane, this universe against them, as I felt that they would chase me. Clearly as the mentor knew I was here all along, didn't seem surprised that I was here. Clearly they don't actually care that I'm here as such, or at least not enough to make an effort. I could use this, well I can say, I could use this to kill Denny, I could use this to essentially operate, to recreate Denny, you're in a way smarter than me. If I fail, or if you have any ideas on how I can use this, then let me know or you could probably figure out some magic to use it
1: perhaps this is the incorrect solution but the first one that came to mind was to give her the firmament and allow her to remake herself in a more limited fashion now that's that's
3: that's that's an idea. That's a good idea. With yes, um, with some support, yes, that might work. But give if yes, if she gives up that energy, if she gives up that natural energy then it may go to someone who wants it or i can't say what will happen to the energy making it this way but preferably it should
1: be able to unmake itself who knows there would simply
3: be one more black hole in the universe that's not great but we can't get into that yes that's that's it That's the plan. And I I summon the door, slam it open and say, we're going on a rescue mission. Oh. Perhaps you should wait until tomorrow. Perhaps. It was suitably dramatic. Thank you. Heroism zero. A lot of it is the dramatic.
1: What makes a hero super? Presentation.
3: Thank you, yes.
2: I got that reference, I think. I didn't see watch Mega Man or Mega Mind. I Mega Mind.
3: Mega I've got too many Adams to watch. I have uh, to learn them all now. <laughs> That's probably the end of the episode, unless anyone's got anything. No,
0: I've, I've got Colin I is desperate
2: to, to make a thing happen.
0: Yeah, like I've I was trying to I was gonna set a thing up for next time. Um it's a couple days later, because I'm sure that going on a rescue mission is going to take some prep work. But um as as you're all like discussing like what to do and how to do it, the um Robin is probably a little bit difficult to get a hold of for the next couple of days. Yeah. uh, The lights in the base, they start flickering and then dimming and then they just go out. The emergency lighting kicks in and that also goes out. And uh, Reagan goes, Uh, guys, the computer's not working. And when you look out the window... What looks to be at least the burrow is dark. There's no lights anywhere.
5: Well, Nikolai, I hope you were fully charged.
0: So do I. <laughs> and that's where we're ending it. Fully Charged sounds like a great name for a Megalod show. So, talking? everyone gets a minor milestone. And I know that uh, Ape is probably going to want to shift something up to a plus one. You know, we only spent an entire chunk of session dedicated to it. Do I just get magic now? Yeah, you're learning how to use magic, so if you want to... It's a stat and... you narratively have access to. It can still yeah. be a plus zero. Yeah, it can still be plus zero if you want, but it's, if you want to bump it up to a plus one, you narratively can.
5: Okay, but I would have to
2: bump something Swap down? something out. Yeah. yeah. You'd have to take one of your current plus ones to a plus zero.
5: Okay. Um, zero. I'm going to drop drive then, because I really have not used that like
0: at all. Felix has forgotten how to drive car.
5: Have you ever seen a wizard drive a car? No, that's why. They, <laughs> they occupy the same space of the brain.
0: <laughs> uh, is anyone else taking anything with their minor? No, I, think I'm good. I don't. I
2: haven't yet... I mean, I just had a lot of narrative impetus to do a lot of things, but changing my stat layout is not amongst them.
4: Okay.
3: Uh ah, planning in advance. I don't really want to lower that or that. I will swap out Rapport and Super Senses. I'm probably going to need to talk. To them. I mean, there's no way of fighting the, the six, so I've got to talk to them.
0: Okay. So, that's it then. Uh, thank you players for playing. Thank you listeners for listening. And as always, have a good one. Thank you haters for
5: hating. I'm certain I've been the shirt before, but I don't care. <laughs> good night.